0: Hello! Welcome to episode one of the Filmheads podcast. Uh, if you were subscribed to this YouTube channel because you liked watching, uh, commentaries on movies, no more! YouTube won't have it! Not having any of it! <laughs> copyright strike, copyright strike, copyright strike! So that's fine. But we're doing a podcast because, uh, we both really like movies. Um, if you're one of the, like, 20 people that were subscribed, you maybe recognize me. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: I'm Sam. It's so nice to meet all of you.
0: Wow. Isn't she great? It's my <laughs> girlfriend. Um, so. But I have
1: cool opinions too. So it's not cool like I'm just here because I'm the from girlfriend. My own. <laughs> um,
0: She's the
1: girlfriend.
0: Um, so. Um, we're starting off with a uh, real banger of a movie to talk about. Um, but before. Well, that's Star Wars The Last Jedi. You know that from the title. You probably already know our opinion from the title, but pretend you didn't hear it. Um, (laughs) um, Or read it. Uh, So before we actually give our opinion on whether we liked it or not, um, I thought it would be a good idea to um, kind of just give our opinions on Star Wars movies in general, uh, maybe opinions on Ryan Johnson, that sort of thing. Um, just because this is the first podcast, so no one really knows what our personalities are like or anything. Yeah. Um, so we thought it might be a good idea for, to get some context of kind of what we think of Star Wars films or films in general. So do you want to, do you want to start?
1: Yeah. Um, all about Star Wars. Um, I really grew up on the second trilogy, so...
0: The prequels. The the better. The (laughs) prequels. The better trilogy.
1: And, um, they were just always a lot of fun for me. Not a big fan of Phantom Menace. Um, I didn't watch that one a lot as a kid. I watched Clone Wars and loved it. It was always so fun. Um, loved Revenge of the Sith. Super fun. Really nostalgic when I watch it today. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure when I was younger, I watched the original trilogy beforehand, but I more so remember the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, when I got older and I watched the original trilogy, I didn't remember it as well. Sure. As I remembered specific details about the prequels. Um, really big fan of Everyone's Least Favorite, The New Hope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I really like A New Hope. Is that
0: everyone's least favorite? That's what of, I've of heard. The OG trilogy?
1: I've heard that Empire Strikes Back is everyone's favorite of the original trilogy. I'm mm-hmm. talking about. I'm sorry. Yeah, should have specified. Um, but apparently, everyone says that like A New Hope is the worst one. Mm. Empire Strikes Back is like the best one. Mm. Am I wrong?
0: I think Return of the Jedi is the is the outcast.
1: And really?
0: Yeah, I think people are okay with and people like A New Hope. I'll, I'll get into it. Well, that, every it's time I tell
1: people that A New Hope is my favorite. They look at me like it is.
0: That's not normal. And I'm
1: like, what? Nah. It's great.
0: Return of the it's Jedi great. is the Return of the Jedi is the one people are kind of iffy on. Really. General consensus is a new hope was like really groundbreaking and just a good film. Empire Strikes Back, the Strikes Strikes Back, the ending is kind of a little eh, uh, or, or more not bad, but it kind of just tapers off. And then Return of the Jedi is a little bit like a little uh, like okay. what what are we doing here? That's, that's pretty, I think that's kind of what the internet consensus is, but I don't know.
1: I don't know. I always, I I don't know anything about Star Wars. I'm just the girlfriend.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Force Force Awakens. (laughs) Um, Loved
1: Force Awakens. Yep. Loved Force Awakens. Had so much fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. I was so invested. It was a really good time. Rogue One, Ben Mendelsohn was there, so I was in Ben Mendelssohn. Was cast as the villain in that film. I don't remember his character name.
0: Me either, but that's okay. (laughs)
1: Mendelsohn. Um, Mendelsohn. But was pretty bored during Rogue One, and then the last like twenty minutes happened, and I was so stoked. Yeah. And Darth Vader just. Yep. The best.
0: Yep. And that's
1: what. Was great about Rogue One, and everything else was boring.
0: And you haven't seen really Ryan Johnson's two big no. claim to fames, right? No. Brick being the indie hit, and Looper being the like more mainstream hit. I have not. Okay. Uh, yeah. So for the the original trilogy, basically, my opinion was <laughs> what Hardy said, but uh, I think A New Hope is like a solid, just like standalone film. Uh, obviously for the time, like crazy innovative, obviously, obviously it kind of goes without saying, uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think is a better movie technically, except for maybe the ending, which I think people, including myself for like a while, you kind of forget that that was a movie on its own. Then there was a big wait period. Then they came out with another movie yeah. because for us they just exist, and it's like, cool, that's done. I'll watch the next one. Right. So I think, uh, I think some people get lost on that. Still, my favorite, uh, Return of the Jedi is a little, eh for me, it's Return not, of the it's Jedi not memorable the one... besides the Ewoks, to me.
1: Which one starts out in the snow?
0: That is uh, Empire Strikes Back.
1: Okay, and then where does the next one start off? Uh See, it's I, so... I, un- I, I, say, I don't remember I anything say about in the, Return of the Jedi. I
0: want to say they start out in the Millennium Falcon, but I could be wrong. It's actually been a while since I've seen that one. I'm I not can't huge, remember
1: anything about yeah. Return of the Jedi.
0: Ever, um, Like,
1: I can't remember anything about
0: it. And then for the prequel trilogy, um, I, like you, watched them when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's hard to be unbiased, but that being said, um, I think they are almost just fun kids movies. Yeah. And maybe that's because I grew up watching them as a kid, but they're not like these like great masterpiece films. Like Phantom Menace has the good Darth Maul fight, obviously. Attack of the Clones. Is, story doesn't matter at all, but there's some like fun big sequences that sure look goofy now, but like were cool at the time. Basically, basically, I look at those as kids' films, so I'm like more lenient. Um, but like as like great movies, I think the I think Episode Three is the only one that holds any sort of weight, um, uh, which obviously has the very quotable end scene. High, yes, it gr- high does. ground, all that. Um, and then for Force Awakens, I really liked it. Um, I thought it perfectly towed the line between pleasing maybe young kids that haven't seen it, seen any Star Wars, or pleasing the crazy hardcore fans, pleasing general audience go- members. You know, I, I think it uh, somehow miraculously fit all those molds, which is crazy that it did that. Yeah. Um, Takes a lot of beats from A New Hope, but I can look past that. I didn't really think about it when watching it. Um, Rogue One, same with you. I was super bored for the first, like, hour, hour and a half. And then it all kicked off, and it was great. Um, which makes me more forgiving on the fir- on the entire setup. I think the setup could have been yeah. done better, but it made me more forg- forgiving of that setup. And
1: it could have been shorter. Sure. The setup could have been so much shorter.
0: Sure. Um, Spent
1: so much time... In developing, 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 like, getting to yeah. that point to where, like, I don't know, it just was so much trying to get to the really yep. climactic point.
0: I, I totally agree. Um, and then for Brick and Looper, Brick is one of my favorite films, I think, just period. Mm-hmm. Um, you have heard me bring up Brick 47,000 times. Because I just don't watch it all the time. Um, And then uh, Looper, I thought, was the story was interesting. It took a couple, like, kind of interesting turns, but more than that, it was just, like, kind of a fun uh, playing with paradoxes and time travel sort of thing. Um, But that movie is really fun. I felt like Brick is a lot more technically impressive in the way it tells its story and the dialogue and whatnot. Um, so, uh, that being said,
1: the last Jedi,
0: the last Jedi, we have it up here on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Sam, do you, do you fall in the 56% of audience members or the, uh, 44? I can do math. (laughs)
1: um, I think I'm in that, uh, 50.
0: The 56? Six. That's interesting, because I, I know your opinion on it <laughs> overall, but if you had to choose yes or no, I wasn't sure which you would pick.
1: If I had to choose, I would say I'm in the 56.
0: But you're towing the line. If you had to give it one, if you had to give it thumbs up or thumbs down, you had to pick one, you would give it a thumbs up? We're speaking super broad. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um... Where if I
1: had to, I, sure,
0: which I would give it a thumbs down. Um, and for reasons we'll get into. Do you want to let's speak? Let's let's not do spoilers yet. Let's just speak for a couple minutes and then we'll. Brief
1: summary of the film. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and then we'll get like in, into spoilers and all, right. and all that.
1: Movie starts.
0: Um. Okay, so I'm just gonna read this from IMDb. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was
1: gonna do no, it. Bye. Super
0: brief. Super brief. Uh. Uh, (laughs) stars are there. (laughs) Text crawl. Go through the whole thing. Uh, Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares to do battle with the First Order. How do you feel that summary does justice to the film?
1: It's fine. Okay. Like, It's not wrong.
0: What would but be, it doesn't. What would be your quick summary of the film?
1: Um,
0: because I I think it, I, yeah.
1: While please. the um resistance is trying to escape from the first order, Ray is trying to get Luke to come back and help out the resistance. Yeah. Um. While Finn and Poe are trying to
0: <laughs> do also other things.
1: do things. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that summary is both too complicated and too simple at the same time. Mine or that? No, no, no. Sorry. IMDb's. <laughs> Yours was perfect. I think IMDb's was like almost, that's almost too much. Like it's basically, yeah. Like it's basically the resistance fleeing from the first order, Ray and Luke on an island and um and
1: Finn, and, and, Finn and, and Rose
0: Yeah, yeah, Finn and Rose, which Rose is a new character for the three of you that haven't seen the film. Um Rose is a new character who is like a love interest kind of, like you're not sure for like 90% of the film, yeah. but Rose is Finn's new friend that they get put together in a weird Circumstance, basically. See you later,
1: Ray. I got Rose. Yes,
0: basically. Um,
1: That's what's up.
0: Nice. Um, (laughs) um, uh, Yeah, and and that's it. It's basically those three plot lines switching between all three for the entire movie until they meet up.
1: And too much going on. Yeah, so (sighs)
0: um, I thought yes, I agree. I think there was too much going on. And I'm okay with having the three... A lot of movies do it well. Having multiple plots where you're like, how are these connected? And then at the end, they all come together. And it's like, you see how they all play parts in this big finale, normally. Yeah. Whatever movie it might be. And um, I felt like... I just bumped the camera. I felt like um, this Film didn't have enough going on in all three. Yes. And they were stretched out. So, whenever you would be on one storyline, the second it felt like it was starting to go somewhere, it would cut to a different one. And it didn't feel like, ooh, I'm on the edge of my seat. What's going to happen? It's like, all right, well, great. Like, cool. It was like, (sighs) yeah. Yes. And that happened for a lot. Uh and, yeah, I'm And also, a
1: lot. can I talk about how the transitions didn't feel Star Wars like?
0: Do you mean like the the fades? Yeah.
1: It okay, wasn't how like so? Doo, do, 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 mm-hmm. like with the music and then it changed to a mm-hmm. different yeah. because even J.J. J. Abrams did that in Force Awakens. He did. The circle. Yeah. Um yes. You yes, know totally. the the slant, like I don't know how to describe those yes. transitions, but the transitions yes. also didn't feel like
0: when it cuts from when one cuts, scene to another. It's like a harsh cut. And yeah, well, they did, they did, they did hard cuts. Rogue One completely did without them because it's not part of the main trilogy, yes. I guess. And I almost Which wish. I, it was fine, I almost, but... I totally. I, and I almost wish this film had just done away with them as well. Really? I think, I think they're nice when they're done well, but it felt like they, they were kind of just rarely there and whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, a lot of the characters didn't really go anywhere. Most yeah. of the characters were kind of in the same spot at the end of the film as when they started.
1: You could probably skip this one and go to the next one.
0: That is completely true. I, I think <laughs> you could read um, a few-sentence summary of basically who died in the movie. Yeah. And then you would be set already for episode nine. Which little, little stories are cool. That's fine. I'm fine with little stories, but it felt like they were trying to have these long drawn out, uh, long drawn out stories where nothing happened. Wh- why are you so excited? Which leads me to
1: a quote from Ryan Johnson about what this film was supposed to really? do.
0: Really? I have not heard this.
1: The second film is where we start zooming in on the characters okay. and getting to the heart of them. Okay. Challenging them and pushing them deeper. End quote. Right. What? So. Did that even happen?
0: I now know why you're excited because that's literally the exact opposite of what I said. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I.
0: Before. Okay. I wanted to. One clarifier. Okay. Before we go any further.
1: We're not spoiling anything yet. So
0: if you liked this movie, we are not trying to tell you that you shouldn't like it. If you liked it, that's awesome. We're not trying to convince you. We didn't like it, or in we'll general, what generally, generally, it. <laughs> we didn't like it. We either. and um, and I'm just, I'm just trying to explain why. Not trying to convince anyone. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Non-confrontational podcasting.
1: So we're getting the spoilers now.
0: Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. Let's get okay from now on. Spoilers.
1: Spoilers.
0: Heavy spoilers. Okay.
1: The film starts. Everyone's excited. Yes. I'm so excited. to. I'm just excited to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been waiting for this. The music starts a long time ago. Woo! Okay. <laughs> then, yep. you know, the first 20 minutes happen. I feel like J- Jaden and I are pretty into it. We're like, yes. yeah. Yep. Man, that moment when that girl like had to kick the... Ladder to get the remote to fall. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. I was just like, I don't even know who you are. Yep. And I just am so like, what, what do I do? She's yep. gonna die. Yep. Okay. That happens. It's that all, was all great. good. The opening. So the, good. The,
0: oh, most movies have oh this. Oh my the big, god. Most movies have this. The big opening like. Um, so
1: into c- it. Cinematic
0: if you will. This, this yeah. is just like a big event that happens to get you into the movie. Right. And in this there was definitely that big opening scene. Uh, and I typed in Force Awakens. So that's fine. Um, yeah.
1: where are we watching Force Awakens? Wrong. I'm
0: losing it. I'm trying to talk and type at the same time. Okay, don't don't you- mind me. Um, thank you. Um, there's the big opening battle, I guess. Yeah, big opening battle. And it, that's all great. It's all really good. <laughs> Tension's great. Um, um, I always forget his name, and I want to call him Eddie Redmane, and that's red haired racism. Um, <laughs> Domwell Gleason. Domwell Gleason's character looks a little more creepy, um, a little more weird. Um Yeah, but I was and into And I it. was super into it. I was I was I was He's
1: great. Yeah. He's so good in this film.
0: Yeah. So great that's all actor. great. Opening scene, all good. All good. Um Then. Yeah. Uh okay, so my boy Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this man has been through so much. And then a big.
1: Can you specify who you're talking about?
0: Admiral Akbar is the non CGI, thank God, (laughs) looks great animatronic red fish man with the big red head and the big eyes on the side. Yes. And he says it's a trap.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're with with me now. He's
0: been through so much and there's a blaster shot that blows open the cockpit. We got Leia, yeah. we got Admiral Ackbar, we have all... And that's in the midst of this... It's at the end of the big opening battle, right?
1: Something like that. And but I feel like there was something before that where I was like, what's I think you're going right. on? I think skip, I get
0: skipped a little bit. You
1: did. You skipped You skipped a little bit. <laughs> we got bored and then this happened.
0: I think they tried to jump to light speed and they follow them and they're like, that's impossible. But they did it. Yes. So <laughs> there, was, there was kind of a lot of that in the movie. So, sorry. I was getting ahead of myself. So, the, I think... If I'm getting the time on, right, they try they try to jump to light speed, because they're like, no one can follow you through light speed, and they jump through light speed, and then the uh the uh the first order follows them, and they're like, What? No one can track through light speed, and someone's like, but they probably can, and they're like, I guess. <laughs> and that's about it. And then uh okay, so then, right, Leia, Admiral Akbar, all the like Head people of the resistance are in the the command center of the ship, right? And um, and then they fire uh, the first order fires a blast. It blows open the cockpit. Everyone flies out into space, and you are like,
1: "That was awesome."
0: You are like, "Okay, like I guess." Well,
1: well, that was also when Kylo was gonna shoot, and then he like senses his mom. Oh yeah, and then he's like ooh, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. And then I think someone else is like, wah, wah, and then they do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kylo, Kylo, Kylo Ren's like, gonna, gonna blow uh, open and kill his mom, and then yeah. it does this fade transition to Carrie Fisher's face, yeah. and it was cool, and then they faded back and forth like seven times, and it was Yeah, much. it was
1: really cool the first time, and then Yeah. <laughs> and then it happened a few times. Anyway,
0: so then Kylo Ren decides not to shoot because he feels his mom's presence or whatever, and then one of his other minions shoots it and blows it up. <laughs> whatever. Um, and then, um... And then we're thinking... Carrie Fisher, she's dead. Admiral Bar, all the main people are dead. We're like, all right, cool. Um, but then... And then, so Carrie Fisher is in space, and she's frozen. And...
1: What seems like...
0: Well, she, she has, like, ice shards all over no, her.
1: No, it seems like...
0: <laughs> okay, but... F- For all we know, for all we know, she's She's dead dead and frozen. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now Luke is going to sense that she's dead. And then he's going to be like, and then he's going to join them. Ray and him are going to have their moment. Then, you know, then they're going to join them. And then, and then Carrie Fisher's like finger starts to wiggle. And I'm like, I know what they're doing. I know exactly what's about to happen, but I didn't. So, (laughs) so. So Carrie's finger starts to wiggle, and let me just say, in my mind, I thought what was going to happen is that her finger was going to wiggle, then, like, a couple more fingers were going to wiggle, and then she was going to, like, hover back, essentially, to the ship. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Instead, her finger wiggles, her hand wiggles, her arm moves, all of the ice shards disappear off her face. She goes, (gasps) and opens her eyes and mouth stretches out her arm in Superman's Back to the Ship. <laughs> and then she places her hand on the door like, let me in, guys. And then they're like, oh my god, it's Carrie Fisher. Except they didn't say that. Uh, Leia. And, uh, and then the, the door opens and they grab her. And then she's in critical condition.
1: But the Force.
0: And I'm like, okay, two things. Like, she was just fine. She was in (laughs) fucking space. And she was fine. And then she gets back to the ship and is in critical condition and, like, dying? Maybe she exhausted herself. The other thing, the second thing I thought, is why didn't they do the thing that I thought was going to happen? Because if she wiggles her finger and then wiggles a little more and then is still frozen and, like, moves back to the ship and then she's in critical condition. It's like, that makes sense because she was frozen. But instead she does this really weird... Thing,
1: yeah. <laughs> I feel like Han Solo would have even been like, "That's not how the Force works." <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Duh! <laughs> is now a good time to bring up the humor in the film? Let's bring that up at the end. Uh, let's go. The let's end. move through the timeline. Yeah, line. we gotta okay. go through this. Okay, let's get let's get through this.
1: That I handcrafted
0: handcrafted timeline. With Here's this a little pen. spoiler alert. <laughs> Look at that. I'm anyway, so cool,
1: guys.
0: Um. Okay. So. Um... Yeah,
1: Leia flew.
0: So this is when, I think around now, is when Leia and... Or Leia. I just saw her on the screen. Uh, where Finn and Rose, the new love yeah. interest girl we were talking about, shows up. He's trying to escape to go find Rey. And she's, like, gets upset because she thinks he's, he's fleeing. trying to escape. To ditch yeah. them all because they're all gonna die. Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, that's part of the plot. The ship is, like, they're running R- low running on fuel. Yeah, running out of fuel. And the big bad guy ship that's following them is moving, like, a mile an hour faster than them. So they're like, once our blasters get in range, we'll get to you. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, two hours later in the film, they get to them. <laughs> it's really, really climactic, huh? Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm getting too cynical too quick. Um, <laughs> so, Rose, yep. Yeah. Um,
1: that whole Rose bit happens. Then they decide that they're in it together and then yeah. they form, um, Rose, Finn, Poe are like, what are we going to do to get more fuel? We got to figure yeah. this out. So, oh, so we're going to hack they, the, oh, they talk to Lupita Nyongo, who I can't remember what her character name is.
0: I don't even know who you're talking about.
1: The little orange with the oh, glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: And she's like, you gotta find this hacker yeah. so that you can get onto the First Order ship and, like, basically mess with the ship from the inside.
1: Yeah. And then um, she's like, this is the hacker you want, blah. Yeah. And they're like, we gotta find this hacker.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then it cuts to... Yeah. Then it we, cuts when. with no slant, with no circle... <laughs> is this Star Wars? Also, I've thrown this too many times. It's not funny if, anymore. If anyone's
0: only listening on audio, they're going to be like, what is happening? They're not <laughs> watching the YouTube video? Um, we missed, man, we're so bad at this, we missed such a big plot point. Carrie Fisher's in critical condition, so someone has to take over.
1: Who's it gonna be? None other than Laura Dern. It's, not,
0: yeah, it's enough with the. <laughs> it's oh. too bad. <laughs> um, Laura Dern.
1: Laura Dern. Um, purple hair, if you've seen the film.
0: I don't mind her. Yes. You are hair probably asking, people. where
1: have I seen this chick before? The answer, Jurassic Park.
0: That is true. I don't mind her as an actress. I think she's great. She's fine. In this, she was bad. And I don't mean her as an actress. I mean her character was awful. Was her character
1: and- even in Force Awakens? That's what I want to know. No, it would have made more so. sense if it was a character that we already knew
0: Ugh. from
1: from Force Awakens. No. But it wasn't. Um, I had no clue who she was. Yeah. Her name was Holdo.
0: Yes, Holdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I
1: just had no clue who or why she was.
0: Yes. Totally. Um, <laughs> her character. I said this to you earlier. Her character Ooh. is one of the most poorly written characters I've ever seen in <laughs> anything ever. Wow! And maybe that's
1: take that, Laura Dern.
0: Yeah, not no offense to you, Laura Dern. Take that. In case you're watching, Laura Dern, um, <laughs> it's it's not her fault. Um, it's
1: not. Sorry, Laura. I
0: lo- I like Ryan Johnson, but he wrote it, and that's not a good character. Um, so she steps in and is like, "She's gonna, she's gonna run the place on her own." And Poe uh, is like, "Hey, don't you think we should do this?" And she's like, "But you just made a mistake." And he's like, "I don't like you." And you're like, "Okay, we don't like her. That makes <laughs> sense." Um,
1: but it just would have made more sense if it was even like Billy Lord's character, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, Billy Lord, who is Carrie Fisher's daughter, who is in the Brand- film, daughter? she's. Oh, no, daughter. Daughter. Fisher's daughter. Debbie Reynolds' granddaughter. Debbie yeah, yeah. Um, Who you recognize from Scream Queens, American Horror Story. Look her up. <laughs> Look her up. She's great. She actually is blonde. She has, like, the two, like, layup. Yeah. Kind of, she- like... Leia She's Bunch. one of the main,
0: not main characters, and she—you'd recognize
1: her, yeah. And she did stuff in Force Awakens. Like it would yeah. have made. I'm not saying it should have been her, yeah. but it should have been a character like her that you've seen before.
0: Yeah.
1: No surprise. Like, oh yeah, yes. that is definitely a good person for Leia to leave in charge. But yeah. it's just like all of a sudden there's this new character. Like, yeah, d- yeah. everybody knows and loves them. Hello. Right. Yeah, of course it's that person.
0: Moving on. Yeah. um, So, basically, at this point, you don't like her. Um, But uh, later on in the film... I'm just going to skip ahead. We'll move back. But I I just want to get the Lauren Dern stuff out of the way. Okay. So, like... um,
1: She serves a big purpose.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) From no purpose to purpose. So, later, Poe is like... You're making a mistake. There's this mm-hmm. whole conflict. Poe's like you're making a mistake to Laura Dern's character, and um, and so then Poe like basically uh, uh, takes over the ship, mutiny, and uh, and holds like Laura Dern at gunpoint with like stun guns, and uh, and then Laura Dern, stun guns all the like good guys because you're not supposed to like Laura Dern. Yeah. And then um, and then she. Goes back to take the control back from Poe with Carrie Fisher, who is now suddenly awake.
1: Mm, Really? Yes. Is that what happened?
0: Yes. So Carrie Fisher and her walk in and they're like, Poe, give it up. And he's like, okay, Carrie Fisher. Now that you're like. (laughs) And then then Carrie Fisher and Laura Dern are like gal pals. And they're like having a good old chat and like laughing. (laughs) And you're like, aren't we supposed to not like this lady? What's going on? And then Laura Dern is like, I'll stay back and guard the ship. You go. And it's like, wow, thanks, Laura Dern. It's like, are we supposed to like this person or not? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Going back, another character that I felt the exact same way about is, are we supposed to like you or not, was when we were introduced to Benicio Del Toro's character. Yeah. Who is the, not the original hacker. Hacker? Hacker. They're supposed to find, but the guy they find in the jail cell. So they go to this casino um, that is uh, Finn and Rose, his love interest, um, go to- I think it's funny
1: that you keep calling her-
0: I don't know why. His
1: love interest.
0: Because that, that's literally all she is in the film. <laughs> She's, she has kind of a pointless character in my what?
1: mind. What? But uh, she has the moon yeah. necklace, and she oh, was yeah, attached to right. that girl we really liked at the beginning yeah, that true. died for the resistance. Yeah,
0: Anyway, um, so so Finn and her go to look for this hacker so that they can get on board the First Order ship, and uh, they don't find the hacker, um, but they find Benicio Del Toro, and I have the exact same issue with his character, which was, you at first are like, ooh, he's kind of like a rebellious dude, like, he's kind of cool. He opened the jail cell. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's like a kind of quick-talking, like... I don't listen to what anyone tells me, sort of guy, and you're like, yeah. And then <laughs> and then he like takes um Rose's necklace as payment for his services, which Rose had a matching necklace to her sister who had just died. So oh, F- we saw so yeah, so Finn was like Finn was like you need to give that back, that means a lot to her and he's like eh. <laughs> and then, and then you're like, what a jerk. And then later he does give it back to her. And you're like, oh, he's a nice guy. And then he sells them out to the first order. And you're like, why is he doing that? And then this AT-80 starts firing on all the, uh, on all the stormtroopers. And you're like, Benicio del Toro is a good guy. He's saving them. And then it's BB-8 in the at <laughs> And you're like, what happened to Benicio del Toro? He's just a flip-floppy guy, and his character doesn't do anything except push the plot along. Rose's character doesn't do anything except push the plot along. Laura Dern's character doesn't do anything except push the plot along. And when you have... I think that's... Three. Yeah, but I was saying that... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) It's basically... There's like almost a character in every timeline, everything, every, every piece of the puzzle... There's one character in each one of those pieces that just pushes the plot along, <laughs> which makes a lot of it feel weightless, like there, there is no emotion to anything. Yoda. Yoda's in this.
1: Puppet Yoda.
0: Please. For the win. Would you, I have not told you my opinion on Puppet You haven't. Yoda. Would you like me to go first?
1: I, no, I want to go first.
0: Yeah, go first.
1: Um, I thought it was weird. <laughs>
0: I thought you liked it a lot. It was Um, weird. It was really weird.
1: But I liked how they did it. I liked that it was OG. I liked that it wasn't the prequel Yoda.
0: (laughs) The full CGI Yoda? Full
1: CGI Yoda. I really appreciated that it was like puppet Yoda. But, like... Jaden, I'll let you take it from here. All I got is that I liked how it looked... It just looked really good. Um, sure. And I feel like it was just kind of weird. Um, but it has been done in other Star Wars films before. Sure. So I was okay with it just because it made, it made sense in the Star Wars universe. Okay. That, you know, sometimes you see the spirit of yeah, whoever. Yeah, totally. Um. Force Ghost, and I and I kind of liked that it. I liked that Yoda pushed Luke Skywalker to do what he needed, what he needed to did. do. Yes, um, but it was it was weird. I was not expecting it. Our theater clapped. That was exciting. <laughs> the theater was stoked.
0: You were stoked about Puppet Yoda. So, yeah, th-
1: I was stoked about Puppet Yoda. It was weird. I'm going to be real. I thought it was weird but I liked how it was done and I liked that it it I liked that Yoda pushed Luke to do what he needed to do that's my that's my take Jaden take it away okay why'd you hate it
0: I did not like it I didn't hate it I, I I thought we were gonna have very different opinions but we have basically the same opinions so. oh I'm sorry no 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 it's good <laughs> that's fine I don't want to argue I really um, liked
1: how he looked he looked yeah. great so, and he had the glow
0: So, so we differ a little bit, but, (laughs) um, no. So, um, I thought that it was cool to be like, Hey, let's take how Yoda looked in the original trilogy and bring him back as a puppet. But my issue is (laughs) that, um, there has been a lot of time. In between the original trilogy and now. I don't think he should have been CGI. I don't like. uh, CGI. Especially when it's like. A character. And close ups of that character. I don't like that. Um, I just looked it up. Uh, I was curious if it was actually like. One of the if not the original puppet. Or if it was a recreation. It's a recreation. which Which is what I figured. But. This, that adds to my next point though, which is if you're going to fully recreate him, I would have much rather had him been an animatronic with a lot more emotion in the movements because Admiral Akbar mm-hmm. as an animatronic is pretty convincing. Like he is a little animatronic-y for sure, but I feel like it's it holds up better than CGI because the CGI has a tendency to look worse and worse as time goes on, whereas animatronics just kind of always look like that. Um, so I would have much rather have Yoda been look identical to that, but just move different to that mm-hmm. because basically the only movement he had is his eyelids would go from mostly closed to fully closed. His forehead moved a tiny bit and his ears curled in. And obviously his his lips moved, but no no complex movement, basically just open closed. Mm. And after watching like insane CGI set pieces which with insane effects, it was a really harsh, like almost back to reality with how he looked, I thought. And I preferred how it was over if it was like a CGI monster. Um,
1: Like in the prequel?
0: But especially, (laughs) yeah, especially with how they, especially since they fully built it to look Mm -hmm. like the original, I feel like it should have had a lot more emotion. And like when there's like a shot from the back, where Luke is sitting down and Yoda joins him. And it's obvious that Yoda has zero movement except for someone's hand in him bouncing it up and down towards Luke. And that looked really goofy to me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sound super down on it because I think... um, I didn't think it looked awful, but I just feel like if you're going to rebuild it, it, it just seemed like an animatronic, animatronic or puppet from 30 years ago. It didn't seem like some cool physical effect, practical effect in 2017, mm-hmm. which is what took me out of it a little bit. Um, anyway. Um,
1: anyway, moving on. The... Uh, um... What yes. were you we
0: going to say? I was just going to say one last thing. Uh, the casino, right? So they escape with Benicio del Toro. If we're jumping around, I apologize. It is partially us, but it's also partially the movie a little bit because well, there's, like, actually, three timelines going on at once. But I
1: made a nice I timeline. I
0: understand. It does jump I'll around like crazy, so I, I apologize. But, but can we just talk about how sick
1: <laughs> the, like, telepathic communicating was between Ray? and... And Kylo Ren, yeah, Rey just and, for a second, Ray
0: and Kylo amazing. Ren, amazing. They were one of the only interesting parts of this film to me. Their characters, yes, specifically Kylo Ren, Spec- but their characters together was extremely interesting. Yeah, I thought sick. I thought their telepathic communication was cool. I wish it w- there would have been a little more than just a cut of her, a cut of him, a cut of her, a cut of him. Oh, see, I
1: thought that was kind of cool. Because it really looked like they were looking at each other. Right. But you could see that they basically weren't yeah. until the one shot where you saw that they just saw the other person in their environment. Yes. And I thought that was a really neat reveal.
0: Yes. I'm I'm being overly Sorry. critical. I liked it. No, I'm being overly critical. I liked <laughs> it. Um,
1: I really liked it. That is one element of the film that made me not hate it. Mm-hmm. There are a few yeah. others. Leia flying isn't one of them.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so there was a lot of complaints in the first movie about, like, why did you hype up this,
1: uh... Are we talking about Captain Phasma?
0: Yeah. They're yeah. like, why did you hype up Captain Phasma to be, like, in the movie for three seconds? Talking about Force Awakens. Yep. I felt like her character... Her, right? Mm-hmm. Was not hyped up.
1: She's from Game of Thrones. For. Gwendolyn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I
0: Gwendolyn. Felt like, I felt like she wasn't hyped up this time. So there's that. But she was in it for like three seconds again. again and everyone assumed after Fork, Fork, Force Awakens <laughs> that she was going to be a bigger part later on. Which she might be a bigger part in episode nine. But she was in this for like.
1: No, She exploded. She oh, she's gonna up. come back.
0: She's gonna come back for sure. Um,
1: She's dead.
0: Um, and Finn basically just had a fight with her, which was cool. But uh, he was just like, I'm gonna hit you. And then she got hit and then fell into like a big fiery pit.
1: But you forgot what he said to her before.
0: He goes, hi. That was one of his classic lines.
1: No, he says... Oh, shoot. I forget what he says. It's something really dumb.
0: Maybe it's Hay. But yeah, he does. Oh, he calls her Chrome Dome.
1: Chrome Dome. Chrome
0: Dome. Like Howie Mandel. Take
1: this Chrome Dome. Yeah. Poof.
0: God, that... (laughs) Anyway. uh,
1: (laughs) Felt like a bad...
0: Okay. So... Kid
1: movie line.
0: Okay, so we're like two hours in at this point, right? And... I think this is when... This is when Ray and Luke are on the island still, (laughs) and finally, Ray, um, tells, talks to Luke, um, and is like, hey, I'm gonna leave whether you come with me or not, um, and then, uh, wait, I'm losing it, um, and he's like, no, I won't. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and at that point, I leaned over to you again, like two hours into the movie, and I was like, we should be 20 minutes in right now. Yes. That was the first time a major character had done something major that actually affected the main plot of the film. In my opinion, there were a lot of little things, but that was the first time where it was like, Resolution essentially, where it was like a decision came out of this. Um, one last thing about her and Luke on the island there's that scene where she goes into the like the dark place on the island, yeah, and she approaches what's basically an infinity mirror where she keeps seeing herself repeated over and over. I thought the effect was fine. I thought it was kind of interesting, but I, I felt like it didn't serve a huge purpose.
1: Ooh. Yeah. wrong <laughs> Um, I thought it served, um, a big purpose because it's her trying to figure out who her parents are. Yep. And her almost trying to, like, lean into the dark side. Almost. Yes. Because that, like, hole represented the dark side when she was training a little bit with, um... With Luke, mm-hmm. and she says, like, he he says, I can't believe you were almost so willing yeah. to give in to the darkness. Yeah. And that whole represents the darkness, and that's where she tries to figure out who her parents are. And she says, and that's all she wants to know. Show me my parents. Yeah. Show me my parents.
0: Yeah. I think the scene is fine. I think that effect was just there because it was a cool effect-ish. And I didn't feel like it served the scene that much.
1: Sure. Well, the, the quote from the movie is that seeing, like, all the things of herself pointed to the direction of where she needed to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she thought the key was figuring out who her parents were. Yeah. Which, we come to find out, means
0: nothing. Yeah. Um, which is a cool moment. But Not later. Before that cool moment... We get to the actual first amazing
1: moment, amazing
0: thing. I actually really liked.
1: Is it this part?
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. So, please, Ray, Snoke, Mm -hmm.
1: Kylo Ren, yeah, moment.
0: They're all together.
1: All together. Man, I was jumping out of my seat at this moment. Yeah turns he has to kill kylo ren has to basically kill ray in order to prove that he has completely fallen from the dark side snoke says oh you actually thought that when you and kylo ren were telepathically communicating that there was a spark of hope in him well there's not it's really exciting
0: Mm -hmm.
1: for an audience member (laughs) Like, yes. wow, like, oh my gosh, it was all a ruse. Yeah. But then...
0: Yeah. Can I say, real quick, the way she got captured was she... Oh, she, fl- like, turned she- herself in. She flew there in a little pod, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they were like, come with us. And it was like, was this her plan? To get caught? Because it didn't seem like it was. That
1: wasn't her plan at all. She
0: just flew in in a little ship, and the second she touched down, there were, like, 40 billion guards around her, and Kylo Ren, and they were like... Um, we're gonna arrest you, and she's like, Oh man, that felt like it just moved the plot along. But anyway, sorry, the aftermath of that is yes, the three of them Snoke, uh, Snoke, Ray, and Kylo Ren, <coughs> excuse me, Kylo, Kylo Ren all in a room together, and um, and Snoke tells Kylo Ren to execute Ray, right? Yeah, and um.
1: And then she says, like, he'd never do that or something of the sort.
0: Something like that.
1: And he says, ha, ha, ha. Like, Snoke says, ha, ha. Well, I can, like, read his mind. Like, he can't hide anything from me. He's about to, like, turn on the lightsaber and destroy his worst enemy.
0: Yeah. And he's saying that because he's reading Kylo Ren's mind. But Kylo Ren's mind is saying all those things. But he's actually thinking about Snoke, not Rey. Then we get the super sweet moment where Ray, well, not Ray's lightsaber, but Luke's lightsaber. Um, or is it Anakin's? Or Anakin's. Whoever it is, I don't remember. <laughs> um, is sitting next to Snoke. It turns on.
1: Well, first, it does one of these where it's sitting on the arm.
0: And then, and then he he's turns. like, and then
1: it turns to his enemy and it does one of these. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, 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 and then it like stabs him and he's cutting half.
0: And then it gets force pulled so it cuts him in half. Yeah. And then he falls over. Great moment. Real Amazing. good. Amazing. Real good. I felt like the entire scene you knew that basically that was going to happen, but it was awesome. You were like, dude. And that happened, and it was like, yes! And then, um, and then, best scene of the movie is Ray. There's a bunch of guards in the room, and Ray and Kylo Ren
1: fight them off together.
0: Sweet fighting them off together.
1: Sweet sweep.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The point where, uh, Kylo is like basically being choked out, and then, Ray throws the lightsaber he catches it just turns it on for a split second just mm-hmm. to blast the dude in the head. So cool. Witch. Awesome. I want more of that. Please more of that. I just want more badassery that happens to be in a Star Wars film. Please. Yeah. Something I noticed is those big Star Wars moments. I felt like they tried to have some of them earlier but there were no lightsabers. There was no force. In it more Wait, which force? The force. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there were no lightsabers. The force was not present. There like there were moments it didn't even feel like there was much Star Wars Star Wars going on until like the hour and a half, two hour mark to me. Yeah. And this was the first scene that really, really felt like there was so much Star Wars going on and it also felt really gruesome and kinda of modern. And that was what I wanted the entire movie, basically. Yeah. Which I felt like Rogue One had a similar second half. Where it felt gritty and more modern, but also very classic Star Wars. Um, Yeah.
1: So now moving on from that. Yep. You know, the Resistance is escaping still.
0: Still escaping. And I'm bored. (laughs) Yep.
1: And, you know, they're killing them off pod by pod. Yep, and it's and Ray's watching, and he's like, "Join me," and she's like, "Never." And then we get to the cream of the crop. They're in the caves with those crystal dogs. Yeah, right.
0: They leave the ship in the escape pods. We're moving to, a, to a yeah to a nearby planet. They get into the cave with yeah the crystallized.
1: Laura dogs Dern over. serves her purpose. Light speed into the ship. It's awesome. Did that
0: happen? That didn't happen yet, did it?
1: Yeah, that's the oh, reason you're right. why did. they it basically stop getting shot at.
0: You are 100% correct.
1: Laura Dern serves her purpose, and it's awesome, and the sound editing and everything's great. Yes. No sound. It's completely silent. Yes. It's amazing. So,
0: yeah, they. it's great.
1: I'm hitting the cameras.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Her, Her character, I don't care about her character in that moment. The scene is great.
1: The scene it is great. It looks
0: amazing. It's quote-unquote shot well, because it's all it's all CG. It's shot well. Um, all the effects are super cool. Like you said, the sound editing, there's basically no sound for that whole scene until the aftermath, and then all the sound kicks in, and it's and it's, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, so then they're but held no, the up. The
1: snow cave, which isn't really snow because yeah. they make a point to tell you that it's not snow. <laughs> I love that. Yeah.
0: The
1: <laughs> it's salt.
0: The dude walks onto the onto the salt and it looks like he's just tracking blood on his shoes and then yeah, <laughs> and then the dude tastes it. It's salt, which we didn't, which we didn't need. I know it's just an excuse for cool effects to have the ground white, the dust from it be red. It looked sick. It looks awesome. It looks so good, but for the dude to hey, just, there they
1: are, the crystal dogs. Yeah,
0: oh. to just to just let. Oh, I'm sorry. Crystal, crystal fox. fox. <laughs> for for that guy to just let like it felt just like hey, audience. In case you're wondering about this, it's not snow. It's salt. It's like cool. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for that. I was a little confused, so thank you. Um, But yeah, the speeders look really cool. The speeders go in and they have the little poles down that's like blasting all the red dust everywhere on the white. It looks super cool. That all was great visually. This this is the point in the movie where I felt like stuff finally started to happen. And it wasn't. Whereas... Like, not to keep comparing it, but it's the most recent one. Rogue One, I feel like first half is boring, second half is great. For this, I felt like the first 80% is boring, <laughs> and the last 20% stuff starts to happen, but there's not even revolu- revolution resolution in that 20%. Yeah. Um, anyway, that seems great.
1: So then, yep. Luke is there.
0: Mm-hmm. But is he... Luke shows but up. But is Luke really yeah. there? Luke shows up out of nowhere. Is Luke there? No. Spoiler Are you alert. sure? No. Luke appears out of nowhere. But he got his haircut
1: for the occasion.
0: That's <laughs> true. Kylo Ren comes down. That's all.
1: Can you, like, the... stop that? Burping? <laughs> it's ruining the podcast.
0: <laughs> the one... Okay, I thought the humor in this was awful. I hardly ever laughed.
1: Except...
0: Except when Kylo Ren is in the AT-AT and uh, Dom Gleason is like, or er, Kylo Ren goes, I want to go. He's like, let me down there to fight Luke. And Dom Gleason is like, are you sure you want to? And then Kylo <laughs> Ren force pushes him into a wall and the guy behind the control panel is like, right away, sir. And hits the button to lower him.
1: Hilarious. Funny. I
0: think that's the one time I laughed in the film. Uh, the little cute animals I didn't care about at all.
1: I laughed at those once.
0: And it was when it was in the
1: Millennium Falcon.
0: And Chewie yells. And
1: Chewie yells, and then the little one yells. And it's funny. And then they did it, like, three times. Yeah, they did Four times. And I was like, I'm done now. It was too much.
0: Um, Yeah, and then I thought it was weird because Luke does fight, quote-unquote, Kylo Ren. The battle isn't really anything because you find out that... Luke's not even actually there. He's force projecting himself across the universe to look like he's there to everyone there. And it feels in that fight a little bit like a callback to A New Hope when Ben Kenobi dies. And it kind of feels like for no reason, but you realize it's not for no reason. And I thought it was pretty obvious that they were trying to do a callback to that. Um... So they fight. Kylo Ren realizes that he's just a forced projection. Then it cuts back to Luke, who's still on the island. That's Admiral don't Luke, who's still on the island, and then he fades away. And it's like very similar, right? Because Ben Kenobi—that's
1: what I said—fights
0: Darth Vader. And we then, talked
1: about after we saw the yeah.
0: I and but I agree. you can
1: act like it was yours.
0: I <laughs> and I agree with it, but I didn't think it played out super well because Luke fights him and then says some like st- remark of like like ha, I bested you. See you around, kid. Sort of thing. Not yeah. the humble approach. He's like, see you around, and then it cuts <laughs> to him back on the island. He's just like. <laughs> and, like, disappears into nothing, and you're like, what? Bye, Luke. I, Luke. I honestly, and I told you this, I feel like it should have cut back to Luke. They showed him that he had been, like, struggling a little bit to force project himself. I felt like he should have been in, like, anguish, and then basically just, like, he's floating. So I think it would have been cool for him to just, like, hit the ground, then disappear, or something like that, to where it was just weird to have him just be there, being like... <coughs> and then disappears it's a i thought it was a little weird yeah uh it it, definitely it was anticlimactic a lot of stuff in this movie was anticlimactic yeah
1: more escaping happens because of this more escaping um and then we get to the moment the true climactic moment of the film Mm. um ray and poe haven't met yet yeah what? Yeah. They were all at the base at the end of Force Awakens, right when Princess mm-hmm. Leia says, "May the Force be with you." Mm-hmm. And what? You, what? Yeah, Poe and Ray haven't met. I'm confused. Why? Are, why have they not met at, yeah. until the very end of this film? And that's my one. That's my one question.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's right. That's basically the end of the film.
1: But then we got the the, the little cutie. There's at a the end. there's a
0: little scene at the end of the film.
1: Well, okay, so what happens is Ray is really concerned and is talking to Leia and says, there's no one left. What are we going to do? How is this resistance going to continue? Right. And then Leia says, we have all that we need
0: yeah. just
1: from what we've experienced what we- in this film. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh. and then it cuts with no circle and no slant uh, to the little cuties from the casino world. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, well, you see the little boy there, they work in like the stables and they're mistreated, et cetera. Mm. The little boy walks out, pulls the broom and by pulls the broom, I mean with the Pulls the broom in, using the force ever so slightly. So beautiful and sweet. He starts sweeping. It's sad. And then, you know, he looks up into the stars. You see that he has the resistance ring. It's really cool. It gave me the chills. I'm not going to lie. Yep. And it was just a really great moment. Yeah. And that was a beautiful way to end the film. Mm-hmm. That closing shot of the little boy with the broom... You know he he has an ability to use the force. He has the yeah. resistance ring. All of it. A plus. Good way to end the movie.
0: Um, yep, completely agree. It was really simple and it was really nice.
1: It was really nice. Okay. Woo! Went through the whole last Jedi.
0: The basically my takeaway is the characters
1: didn't do anything.
0: Didn't do anything. There was a lot of parts that seemed like they were supposed to be emotional, but felt like they had no weight, either because they were goofy or the timing was weird. Or, like, uh, for example, Kylo Ren, who's, like, gonna shoot Leia and, like, kill her. That, That moment, I felt, should have been, like, this really big moment. And it was just, like, they implied that he sensed her, and then he didn't fire, and then someone else did. And it was like, oh...
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I Bye. also felt like there was a lot of character development for Kylo Ren in this film. Kylo it was probably Ren, yes. the most he had the most development, which I felt was actually really good and interesting development for the audience as a whole, moving on to the next film. Yeah. Where in the first film it's like, Yeah, there's a spark in him and then he kills the dad, and you're like
0: <gasps> Yeah.
1: He kills the dad, sorry. He kills Han Solo. <laughs> the, um, dad. the dad dies. <laughs> um, kills kills Han Solo and you're like, oh my gosh, he's completely turned. And yeah. then, you know, you can argue like, nah, it's the same as Force Awakens again. Oh, is he good? I don't know. Oh, but he yeah. did this thing. Yeah. Okay, but what's really interesting is that instead of killing Grey, he kills Snoke. You know, the scene with him shirtless. Yeah. Also I was
0: gonna say, he has great character character development. He also has great, like, bicep development. Adam Driver development. Uh pectoral development. Yeah. Dude also, was looking fine.
1: Also, what I really liked in the film is that he becomes supreme leader. He becomes yes. the supreme leader yes. of um not the resistance. <laughs> of the first, first order, order. Um, and it's it's really cool. Which I he really has this nice character arc mm-hmm. where you see him. You see him struggle, talking yeah. with Rey, and almost you see... You actually see the humanity in him, where in totally. Force Awakens, you see him almost as just a character. And by character, I mean everyone was like, oh my gosh, he's just this kid who throws tantrums. Yeah. And, like, and that's really cool about him, because you see that he's just a kid. And in this film, I feel like you really see him turn into... not transform from a kid to... I don't want to say an adult... But you know, to someone, so to like a twenty-something who's still trying to figure out their life, mm-hmm. still trying to figure out their path, and you know, it it was just really cool. Yeah, his whole character arc in this film was solid A plus.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I I was expecting um, Snoke to kind of be the big bad guy, maybe. I think With, we all were yeah, after Force and, and Awakens. so when the scene happened where you realized, when it was Snoke, Ray and, um, and Kylo Ren, you realized, like, oh, like, someone's gonna die here. And out of the three people in this room, it kind of has to be Snoke. And uh, I think that was a really good move to where it... Kylo Ren is, like, such barely a bad guy that you really like, which I think is great. And that... Really solidified him as, like, he's now the supreme leader. He's the dude now.
1: And that moment when he smashes the helmet.
0: That's a great scene, too.
1: He... Snoke makes this whole comment, like, you're just trying to be...
0: Darth Vader. I was
1: about to say dark helmet, but, you know, (laughs) Darth Vader. Yeah. (laughs) Big Spaceballs fan. Um, So, you know, he's just telling him, you're just trying to be Darth Vader and you're never going to mount... to anything, if you're gonna try and live in this person's shadow, yeah, almost is that's practically yes. what he says, and Kylo Ren's almost like that, like
0: yes, I think and,
1: sma- and, and it's so great.
0: That's such a great moment for his character because that's what people know about his character is his mask. His mask is like kind of iconic, mm-hmm. and um, and him smashing it was a great, a great moment of like I'm not this symbol anymore, yeah. like I'm. A person. It was, it, was awesome. it was awesome. It was awesome. Really good.
1: Okay, moving along. Um, the film trying to be super funny, like Marvel, like the Marvel yeah. humor that you're in a love-hate relationship with, but mostly hate.
0: It, for At least us. for us, <laughs> <laughs> because
1: um, a lot of people really like Marvel humor.
0: I personally have. I heard- don't. I personally have heard people that generally like Marvel humor that said they did not like the humor in this. Wow. But that being said, I felt like this humor was extra campy. Campy being like extra awkward, like haha. Yeah, because
1: Star Wars is already campy funny. Yes. These are not the droids you're looking right, for. Right, right, right. It's already kind of campy funny, which is great. Yeah. And if you're going to keep going with that, maybe don't... I'm about to sneeze. Sure. <laughs> No, I'm not. Great. I did it.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: that's a, Sorry, what I completely, a great moment. I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought because I was sneezing.
0: That's fine. Yeah, that's trying
1: good. just trying too hard to be funny. There were so many moments that I just can't even remember and I just remember other people in the theater laughing and me thinking, why is, why is this funny? Yeah. And especially with People reacting to those little bird things.
0: I was going to say, though, I have to admit, like, I think um, people laughed a lot less in this than I would normally expect. I feel like if I see a Marvel film in theaters, there's a lot of jokes where I maybe, like, blow a little (laughs) air out my nose. Groan sometimes. But, like, Marvel, it's like, people in the theater are always, like, losing their mind, yeah. like, laughing. I felt like this, there were there were times, for sure, when there was a joke joke and no one laughed in the theater. For sure. Yeah. I, I really feel like the humor was a little too awkward humor. Yeah, it sure. was.
1: Sorry, I keep looking down because I keep looking at my really great timeline. Mm.
0: Uh. <laughs> Is there anything else on, on here you want to...
1: Um, too many plots to the point of me asking what's even the main plot. Yes. And this is a critique that I have with Star Wars, this trilogy versus the other two trilogies, where I feel like in the first trilogy, so, you know, A New Hope, mm-hmm. uh, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes sure Back, I said I'm in the wrong order, I know, thank you. Um, it's three people banding together mm-hmm. to do the thing. Great. Yeah. Then we have like the prequels where it's almost the same. Once you get to the Clone Wars, three people. And by three people, I mean, Obi-Wan, Anakin and Padme, essentially banding together to try to do the thing. And then in this one, it's it's supposed to be Poe. Finn and Rey banding together to do the thing. But in this film, they were so separate. Yeah. And they were almost separate the whole film which yep. created three different plots and almost didn't feel as pieces that cohesively fit into the whole. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that really bothered me because in all three of the original trilogies they're <sighs> banding together to defeat the dark side, etc. And then what's really cool about the prequels ending is that one of the guys that was in their little, you know, Anakin is who I'm talking about, the one of the guys that's in their good side clan all of a sudden turns and you're like, no, and It just doesn't feel it felt like that sort of in Force Awakens, but I didn't notice it because I was so engaged and had so much fun with Force Mm -hmm. Awakens that I didn't notice like, oh, our three main characters aren't like banning together to do the thing like in the other Star Wars. That's a cool choice. That wasn't something I was thinking about. And that was something I really thought about watching The Last Jedi. Yeah. And that really bothered me a lot yeah. because that's what created the three different plot points of Poe basically being like, Holdo, you're doing this wrong. Leia, you're doing this wrong. We need to be doing this. Um, Finn being like, we gotta get the hacker. We gotta do that. Yeah. We gotta, you know, hack into the first orders, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Ray being like, Luke, you just gotta come back to the, To the resistance, and blah. And it just didn't feel like our main characters were trying to, for lack of a better term, do the thing.
0: Let me take this all back to Ryan Johnson's (laughs) two previously successful films. You have Brick, which is kind of like an indie darling, where the characters are really good, it's really well written... There's not, like, a lot of action or anything, but, like, it really dives into the characters, to quote Ryan Johnson himself. Um, it really dives... Thank you. Thanks, that one. Yeah. This quote he really, that I wrote. He really dives into the characters, right? And you learn a lot about them, and it's really interesting. Yeah. Then you take Looper, right? Looper characters aren't, like, these heroes. Huge, like, really interesting. Ooh, I want to dive deep into them, but there's a lot of fun action. The characters do enough interesting things that bring you to each big next action set piece or interesting thing. Mm-hmm. There's a complex plot that's still easy to follow. But this, this plot- film, this film was neither a dive deep on the characters, it spent a lot of time with the characters. It dove deep into Kylo, and
1: that was it for me. Yes. Ish, Ray. And nothing of Poe and Finn. Yeah. Nothing with them. They were up very surface. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's
0: okay. Um, It didn't dive deep enough into the characters. The characters didn't do enough or progress enough or learn enough to justify having, like, two hours of just characters (laughs) talking. And there wasn't enough dumb action for me to be able to turn my brain off and just have fun watching these big spectacle moments.
1: Yeah. And that was a really big thing for us. We didn't have a lot of fun. I liked moments.
0: I liked moments as well.
1: And and that's the only reason why if someone really grilled me and said, if you had to decide right now if you 100% liked it or 100% disliked it, I would have to go with 100% liked it because I would watch it again to rewatch those really amazing mm. moments. Yeah. You know, like Kylo Ren shirtless.
0: Exactly. Number one moment.
1: <laughs> but what you're saying leads me to this. Yeah. Which I read in a recent article that I can't remember. Cool. But one of the biggest problems with this movie is creating problems that didn't exist before. Yeah. For example, the light speed thing. They can track us by yeah. going like going into light speed and like, but that's never been done before. Yeah. And just creating all kinds of really random problems that yeah. almost don't fit in the world. Yeah. Which is something that we talked about. Yes. Right after we saw it. When you've established a world and you've established things that make sense in that world, it's really weird to have these other things happen that don't necessarily fit in the world. And it almost takes you out of the movie mm-hmm. because... Those new things that they're putting in don't fit in the realm of the world that they have created.
0: Yep, hundred percent. On that note.
1: On that note, I'm good. I'm
0: Do you good have anything too. else? Rant over. No, I'm good.
1: <laughs> Rant over.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Force Awakens was more fun.
0: Force Awakens was definitely more fun. It was my, so
1: much fun. My
0: end cap is is just that. It's not fun enough. Characters didn't weren't interesting enough in Except this film.
1: Kylo. Except Kylo. You have to give thank Kylo... Thank you.
0: Thank you for... Yes. He... I agree. But Kylo's... And the Adam Driver same, is just amazing.
1: Yeah. Not saying that the other actors are not, but his his convictions in the film, I really feel. Sure. And it's just because of Adam Driver. Honestly.
0: Okay. So and his abs. My end cap... I'm sure. <laughs> still stands of not fun enough in terms of action, not deep enough in terms of characters. Kylo Ren is what? the only I know. You're gonna We
1: start zooming Ryan Johnson said this himself. Zooming in on the characters. I see that, you
0: underlined it. Part yep. of them. You challenging it
1: too. them, pushing them deep. He did say that.
0: I think he tried, but I think he failed. Which is why nothing fun happened. He thought the characters and the dialogue he had written was interesting enough, and it's not.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyways, that's my end cap. Not fun. Not interesting that. characters except Kylo Ren and Aunt's hot abs. Podcast over.